Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. I saw by far the most inspiring, beautiful thread on Instagram. And I was just like, I got to call you. I'm sorry. I know I call you a lot, but listen, it's a lot of inspiration around me. And I got to share it with you, point blank, the period. So I followed this um, account on IG called the Black Marriage Movement because I have made a conscious decision that I'm going to encircle myself and indulge, if you will, in all things positivity in every realm. I just feel like the world offers enough negativity. I'm going to force feed myself positivity in every avenue that I possibly can. And so today I went on and read this thread. Um, It says, how I met my wife. And so you already know that got my attention because I love a good story about love. Like, I love love. Like, I'm one of those girls. So I'm going to read it verbatim because it was just so cute and just, like, delish. Um, I probably even try to share it on my IG, but I don't know how to do that whole repost. I don't know. I got to ask my husband. I'm not the tech whiz in this relationship. But anywho, verbatim, it says, two years ago today I met the love of my life. Let me set the scene. So, and I'm going to read it exactly how he wrote it. That's why I just, I love characteristics and personality. It's just delicious. It says, I, so boom. October 28, 2017 is homecoming weekend at the University of Michigan. I graduated in 2016, so it's my first year back as an alumni, so I'm lit. (laughs) And then he put, at Relive the Bar, has their annual tailgate, and my frat brothers and I roll out. Next slide. She was so cold, she made me forget the chant that went with the stroll. And then he has a laughing emoji. That's why I wasn't even verbally participating. Once the stroll is done, I start mingling and chopping it up with people, but she's still in the back of my mind. I'm a punk when it comes to approaching women, so I had no intentions of shooting a shot, LOL. I just wanted to be seen, and maybe she'll shoot hers, sir. Okay, I'll continue. Um, I see her and her friend walk past me, and they had these really dope matching Michigan sweaters. So I, in passing, I go, y'all sweaters are dope. They say, thanks, and I kept it pushing. In my head, I'm like, step one, get verbally noticed, accomplished. Next slide. About 30 minutes goes by, and I see her again, standing by herself drinking. So I grab me a cup, and I go stand near her, in parentheses, about 15 feet away and not saying anything at all like the creep I'm just standing there like and he has this emoji with this little kid just standing there making eye contact looking like a creepazoid next slide her friend comes back so I slowly move back to my bros and we continue turning up again peep them in the front when real love comes on so he literally has a video of this and he turned it around and a song came on and he has like her taping herself dancing because it's homecoming and it's like in the midst of a crowd. Next slide. We get to scrolling, or strolling rather, and out of my peripheral, I see someone recording. Okay. About another hour passes and me and my homies are flicking it up, which means pictures for the oldies. Um, But it was this pic that set everything in parentheses, look in the background to the right of my head. And so he has a picture with him in the middle and his two friends on the side. And then there's a space between he and someone else. And if you look, you know how you do the stalking and you can zoom in. Like she's literally standing a, a good feet away, but she's clearly in the shot. 
Next thing, in that moment, I ain't even peep. She was back there, but I just thought the lighting was dope, and I ain't even get any individual shots for the gram. <laughs> I love it. So I'm like, hey, Dakari, I guess that's the guy's name, the guy with the hat, take this pitch for me over here. So I get on this pile of wood and get in my model bag, and Dakari starts snapping, but before I get too deep in my bag, dot, 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 I feel an arm over my shoulder. Guess who it is? So the picture is actually him standing there, and she comes over, and she has her, her arm around his neck. She then proceeds to say, so I just want to let you know that you're my future husband. And I'm like, a word? Ironically, Dakari is still snapping, and my live photos were on. So you literally see her, like, lip motioning in it. Like, this is real time. This is delicious. Last slide says, from there, the rest was history. And then he posted um, her tweets from that year and put C-L-O-L. And her tweet says, on that date, October 28th, 17, it's actually 11.32 p.m. She said, literally met my husband today, had to tell him to his face that it will be so. Um, then she posted November 15, 2017 at 2.14 p.m. Mark my words, I met my husband on October 28, 2017. Now, with the good, good stalking skills that I learned from the um, good Google University, I, they had their names linked. So I went and found this Jayla Bree, B-R-E-N-A-E. So I guess that's Jayla Brene. Um went and found her she is beautiful very modelly. like yeah she's gorgeous and then with him because I had to go and see you know put the two and two together um his at was he underscore is underscore gq I'm rolling my eyes but it's cute whatever and so apparently from that time they got married they had a kid like I just love a love story and you can't just leave me with the juicy and then go ahead and say okay y'all be good now no I had to go and make sure like I got to scroll all the way through the whole way through so that just inspired me to like I want to tell you my love story yay because I got it now listen let me go ahead and set the scene okay I am doing this because I don't let a lot of people into my bathroom. It's a privacy situation, you understand? And I said bathroom because you can let people into your home, but your bathroom is like, you know, you got to, it's only a certain select. I don't want everybody's hiding to my seat, but I digress. Um, I'm doing this because I want people to believe in love again. And the people who are in a relationship, I want you to get back to that feeling I don't feel like the honeymoon stage has to end and it just becomes this mundane like good morning good night blah, blah. like I don't think it has to be that way so I get excited when I think about love you see me shaking in the chair okay so here's a story uh, uh, uh. when I met my husband and it was delicious and he was cute and he liked what he saw. <laughs> that's the way we got together. <laughs> okay, so now that that's over, listen, I felt like I needed the theme song. Just let me get my, we talked about the dopamine and the excitement. Let me get it how I get it, okay? Okay, so I'm going to set the scene. It was a dark, gloomy night. <laughs> no, it really probably was. Okay, so let's go all the way to the beginning. 
down to the uh, do-re-mi, if you will. So I'm on the phone with my homeboy at the time. And I had already, mind you, October 8th. And that's another reason why this sparked like a, aw, because she literally met her husband the day before I met mine. Like, that's just ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. Um, so I'm on the phone with my homeboy at the time. And prior to that, I had went ahead and just declared to everyone on October 8th. And I told you a little bit about this before. I'm like, look, I am good. The dating scene is whack. Um, I'm not interested. If I got to search through all these frogs to believe that there's a possible prince somewhere, I'm good with the whole swamp. Swan, whatever. Leave me alone. I don't have anything. I just had the, I was done. And not because I felt like I was inadequate. I just felt like the more that I progressed in life, the more I felt like my pickings were slimmer because my expectations were higher. The more, like, I was starting to feel bad for people. I'm like, look, if y'all thought I was something when I just had my regular high school diploma, you know, when I was regular, I had a standard. But now that I'm super dope, like, the illegal substance of it all, like, yeah, y'all are going to have a real hard time. So when I was meeting people, they just wasn't, they just wasn't, it just wasn't the cut. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's cute, but so you have how many kids? And like I said before, when I was telling you about my list, I just had, I knew myself well enough to know what my capacity would go ahead and withhold with someone and so I didn't want to waste anyone's time um it was very hard with the dating life because I don't drink I don't smoke so people were like oh you want to go have a drink there and I'm like no I don't sir and so I was turned off because I felt like the only way people knew how to break the ice is if you was going to go out to drink with them or won't you come over real quick or can I come over and I'm like maybe I have a very 1960 view on how this is supposed to go. I very much feel like I want you to chase me because you are a hunter, sir, and not chase like you out of breath, but I need you to see and I need you to seek and I need you to conquer in a godly fashion. And that just was not being presented. So I just made this, you know, whole affirmation like, listen, October 8th, this is it done. Okay, great. On the phone, my homeboy one day, <laughs> scroll about mm, 19 days later, same month, same year, disrespectful, but okay, God, I see what you do. You laughed at me. Um, and I'm like, I just had this inkling, like, I just want to go on dates and stuff. I don't know if it was because it was getting cold and I felt like I want to go out and eat, but not on my dime. You can have a nice day. I'll sit across from someone and do a couple of head nods while I ask for extra refills on my drink. Um, that's, you know, that's just the beauty of um, being beautiful, you know, and being a woman. And that's how that goes. And so I was on the phone with my homeboy and I'm like, you think it's wrong if I go back on Plenty of Fish, which was a website, dating site that I was on at that time, maybe on and off for it since 2009 so at that point it probably was about seven years off and on just because I would go on there be like ah, there's nothing out here like literally maximum I've never been on there longer than a month because it's ridiculous you have to sort through the like hey little mom what to do like sir I can't I can't I can tell you smoke I'm looking at your lips and I clearly just said in my bio, no disrespect to anyone who, who smokes, but that's not my cup of tea. And you tried to force your nicotine in my tea, I can taste that. But I digress. So I asked my homeboy, I was like, you think I should go back on Plenty of Fish? 
And he was like, didn't you just, didn't you just say you don't want to date no more? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going on it a date. I'm going on it because I want to go out on a date. Like, it's five different things, sir. Please be clear, okay? Like, you get it confused. I don't go out because I like people. I go out because I'm hungry, okay? The way to my heart is tacos, and then I'll text you later, okay? TNT, let's get it together, tacos and text. Okay, so he then three ways, because that's how immature we are, one of his homegirls called, and he was like, yo, let me call you back. Um, she wanted to tell me about her date. And I was like, oh, no, put her on three-way. So he merges her in, and she's like, oh, because she was on Plenty of Fish. And so she was telling me about her experiences and all the dudes and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm laughing, and I'm like, that is so hilarious because I want to go back on P.O. Fish, like, just for a little bit, maybe for about a week. And so she was like, yeah, you should do it. And I was like, she's like, so we can hear your stories and laugh with you. And I was like, okay, cool. The reality is I had just moved into my house. I just purchased my home. And I was like, eh, I ain't got nothing better to do, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm coasting because I was clear at that point. Um, I'm not settling. Like, it, I'm clear. I would rather have a whole bunch of food associates, okay, on your dime, sir, than have anyone that's entertaining me that I know is not that serious. So I log on that night make a whole profile, mind you, because I got seven years experience under my belt. It takes me like T minus four minutes to go ahead and just do it. And I'm like, boom, 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 put a picture, put it. And I literally heard, and I'm not trying to make it spiritual, this is just how I'm led. I don't do the, oh, something told me. I'm very clear that's the Holy Spirit. So resume. Holy Spirit was like, change your profile picture. Because I had this dope black and white, you know, my hair was longer when it was natural at that particular time. And I had the crinklies and I, you know, my smiles was on point. You see the eyes? Mmm, give it, mmm, give it. Serve them, ma'am. Serve them. Like I was serving, right? And so I was getting ready to press save and Holy Spirit was like, mmm, change it to your other picture. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But it was so, such a strong inkling that I was like, okay, let me go ahead and do it. The picture I changed it to was the day that I was handed over my keys for purchasing my home. And, I mean, oh, little mama was glowing. You understand? Like, I was floating. She was walking on water, if you will. That day was just, and so all of that positivity and excitement and just, yay. And at that point, um, what song that was I playing? Oh, that future song. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got the keys, keys, keys. So I'm just, you know, flicking away because, yes, she did it, you know. And so all of that awesomeness was just shining through like I showed every molar I mean my gum I just was cheese like super excited and it was um four pictures because you know we go through a whole session so I had to go ahead and find a grid to fit at least my top four out of the 500 you understand and so I'll go ahead and change it cool press save and actually did my bio all that press save and didn't really think too much of it um went to sleep the next day I was like you know what I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. <laughs> like, I know that I'm out here and getting ready to explore these green and blue streets on earth um, because I'm hungry, okay? And I moved to a new neighborhood, and I wanted someone to kind of, you know, uh, my dream has always been restaurant hopping or somebody else's dime. Listen, don't judge me free phone call. I'm just letting you know my truth, okay? Thank you. So I go on the next morning on my phone because I created the whole app the profile site on my phone.
So I'll go back on the phone to delete. But how they get you, okay, is you can't you can create on your phone, but you have to delete on a computer. And so I'm like, oh, fine, let me just scroll through the messages. And I was getting messages galore. So I'm flicking through, flicking through. Sir, are you in jail? Y'all have Wi-Fi in jail? Okay, so flicking through, flick. I'm how tall are you, sir? It says that I'm five. I'm you're for something. Like, why would you even? Okay, so I'm flicking through, flicking. And there was a couple that I was like, oh, okay, uh, not as tall as I want. Oh, okay, you're a cop. And I'm looking at professions and how many kids. And but the main ones was religion, because I'm you know, Deacon is uh Lauren Hill said you know Muslim sleeping with the jinn. Now that was the sin that did Jezebel. And so I'm very clear that I can't be unevenly yoked. That's just what it is. Again, that is my walk in life. Have a nice day. If you don't feel the same, that's cool. So I'm looking, I'm looking, and it was this one dude that I was like, hmm, let me just see. And I go in, and the message says, hey. So I was like, okay. Go back in, look at his whole profile. I'm like, hmm, okay, 6'4". <laughs> How you doing? Um, Oh, Christian pastor, shut up. Let me see. And I'm real estate. And, and I'm looking at, and I'm like, I read his bio. His grandma was on point. I said, wait a minute. I went back up to the pictures. I'm like, oh, he brushes him teeth. Yo, his whole front row is, is present in the flesh. It's not in the spiritual realm. Yo. So I immediately fly back to the um message. I'm like, Hello, but um, what are you doing here? He said, yo, as a matter of fact, pause. I actually kept the messages. Oh, man, I should have had this prepared for I called you. Like verbatim, I have our exchange. Like how old boy has the pictures, I actually have. Let me see if I have it in my album. If I do, that would be so dope. Let me see. Oh, let me scroll. Let me scroll. <gasps> Yay, I have it. Okay, 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 okay. Yay, this is exciting. Okay, so October 27th, 6.43 p.m. Hi, how are you? October 27th, 6.56 p.m. Because, you know, she needed the time to be like, uh, hello? <laughs> Sir. So I said, excellent. What are you doing in the education field? So a minute later, because my husband's punctual. Okay, resume. Special education teacher. Been in it for seven years. This is my second year doing high school. So, you know, I had to be a waiting girl. So I waited three minutes because, you know. Um, I said, takes a strong calling to do that. Kudos to you, sir. What church do you attend? Um, three minutes later, because he was trying to match my fly, whatever. Um, he said, I attend, and he said the church name, in the process of starting my own. How about you? You want to know about my spiritual? Okay. I said, nice. Um, I would guess about four minutes because, you know, she's trying to increase them. Like, don't don't try to match me. Have a nice day. Um, I said, nice. You feel called to minister or lead music? I attend, and I told him the church. Then a couple of minutes later, so 7.09, I sent that. 7.12, he sent pastor. I was like, huh? So I didn't say anything. And then a minute later, he said, been ordained since 2007, called since I was a youth. Although I didn't come to God until 2001, let me tell you something. Like, as far as I'm concerned, that was sex then. I don't care. I don't care. No, get off of me. I don't care. Listen. How you know? Mm. 
Whew, my goodness. <clears throat> Gotta open the window. Okay, so that was 713. He sent that. 721, I said, sounds about right. Because I was like, sir. Okay, I said, sounds about right. You prepared for the journey? Four minutes later, he sends, as long as I keep God before me. Eh? Don't, don't talk nasty, sir. Do not listen. She, you ain't, it ain't gonna be that easy, sir. I'm just, so I didn't say anything because you gotta, again, that was 725. He sent that. Then I guess he thought, ooh, where she go? So 732, he sent, I've got experience in pastor, pastor position. So 732, because I didn't want to leave him waiting. I was like, I'm proud of you. So what is it that you're looking for? Because you certainly will be busy and don't need any level of distraction. Now, let me go ahead and tell you this. I do not know what it is about this man, but immediately I felt this overwhelming need to protect him and his calling. I do. I cannot explain it. It is. It was all God, like a pinky promise. I was just like, I have to protect him. Like, what do I look like meeting someone? At 6.43, and by 7.32, I'm like, this is what you need to do, sir. I'm like, seriously, who are you? Have a nice day. So let me see. Did he respond? Okay, so 7.33. He says something. It looks like I cut it off. I don't know. But anyway, next slide. So 9.55, still October 27th. Um, what are you looking for? What happened in your marriage? Oh, that's the part. I, I just, I didn't know what to say. So 10.08 p.m., I said, um... Right now, just a solid friendship with the potential for me. And he just wasn't for me in every way. I chose him out of emotional despair. God wasn't added in my decision-making skills during that time in my life. I reaped every non-benefit of that. 1016, he texts, I hear you. So that's what I'm looking for. 1039, I sent good stuff. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Because I went back on his bio like, no, I got to find something. Something's wrong with you. Like, I, I have to because this instant connection I'm not okay with. And then when I went back on his bio, it said it was his birthday. So I was like, okay. So 1042, he put thanks, LOL. 1048, I said, so you barely have enough free time, huh? Because now I, I read his bio through and through. Like, I was reading it like it was the instruction manual to how to apply a perm. Like, it was like, okay, wait, three minutes. Like, I'm really just, I was in there, right? So, 1053, he said, I wish I have plenty of time. Just at home, I have joints. So, he tells me his situation with his children. Um, I'm going to go ahead because I ain't going to give you all my juice because this is from my scrapbook. But um, he told me his past situation. He said, when I don't have my kids, I'm just at home on the sofa or I'm at the gym or I'm doing real estate, but mostly at home. How about you? By this time, now he sent that at 1053. By this time, I am flawed that he was so open. Because we understand that people are deceptive, right? And so that is why, and I'm, nope, I'm going to hold that part. Let's just go. So 11.01 p.m., I said, mm, kind of the same. My days are upside down, being that I work nights and sleep during the day. How often do you have the kitties? So he let me know the schedule, and I was like, okay. Because, again, now I'm trying to see, oh, I get it. You too good to be chewing. You don't have no free time, right? And Sarah's like, nope. <laughs> not going to get you you're not going to get away that fast you should have done quicker than that I was like oh okay so then I sent that 1101 so 1107 he tells me the schedule I didn't say anything 1111 he's like where do your kids stay 
I didn't say anything. He said, while you're working. And so I called it a night. I must have fell asleep. I don't know what happened. But the next day at 11.54 a.m., he te- he sent the same message, hi. So I'm like, uh, 12.46, oh, okay, sorry, I knocked out last night. I worked from home, so they're home with me. So we, we go through all the whatevers, and how many more slides? It's a 1,000. I ain't going to keep you long. And so the that was October 27th that I met him. By October 29th, I was like, <laughs> I don't even know this dude's name. Um, I know his, I know he's a pastor and he's been ordained. I know his children's schedule. I know, and I don't even know his name. So after a while, I was like, because I was really trying to go back and forth, like, hmm, what do I, what do I want to do? So again, October 27th met him, October 28th, we're talking more. Um, October 29th, I think we went ahead and was like, okay, let's set up a Skype date. And he asked me, would you like to exchange numbers? And I said, um, I think I would have one. I'm, I'm scanning now. And I said, absolutely. So I think we exchanged phone numbers on October 29th. And then I was like, wait, by the way, and I told him my name and he told me his name. And I'm like, oh, so why does it say, I was trying to figure out his profile, right? Like, why does it say that? So we go on ahead and talk. It was amazing. Then we Skype um, October 31st. And let me say something to you. I knew from the very beginning that there was something special about him. I think because I went ahead and made that whole, you know, affirmation of, I don't want to date them over and blah, blah, blah on October 8th. I wasn't as like, yay I was just like wow he's a great guy and in my head I was like I want to protect his calling because that's where I was at in my life at the time I wanted to protect his calling and I remember saying to him after our first date on November 1st (laughs) I remember saying um I'm gonna help you find your wife because he was amazing I scanned everything I I couldn't find something I was like "Ah." Uh, I tried. So by the second date, I think that was like no, probably two weeks later, November 14th, I just felt this overwhelming sense of, because um, I had made the decision. I'm like, I'm not going to talk to him no more. Yeah, just because I just, I didn't, and I didn't want to. And my whole thing was he was a nice guy, you know, let him be with someone who's in a mindset that wants to date. Um, To be honest with you, I felt like, and I'm going to just go ahead and be 100, I felt inadequate um, to be matched with him. Because when I looked at him, he just had a level of, in my opinion, almost the closest thing to perfection. You got your degree, you had your children in wedlock, the marriage didn't work with their mother, but it wasn't, and you know, I don't want to talk about nobody's grandbaby, but she did some things that I'm like, ooh, and you forgave that, ooh, and that, ooh, and that, ooh, yeah. So at this point, he was looking like Martin, that episode of Martin when he was in the ring, and he would have still stayed, but she had to make the decision, like, (laughs) I've done everything to disrespect you, at what point do you get that I don't want it, right? Because he took a covenant vow to God, and his thing was, like, literally, when it says to death, like, I, I, to part like I believe that part that's just not something that I just recited because it was cool I, I said that unto God so he very much like my own self took the marriage vow very seriously unfortunately my life looked way spottier than his I 
my marriage with my daughter's dad did not work because I chose terribly. I chose at a terrible time. I chose terribly. The whole thing is terrible. Yes, I love my daughter. And you can go ahead and get the whole like, well, you had a beautiful baby out of it. Yes, but I didn't have a beautiful situation. My mother was in the midst of dying of cancer. I was super emotional. I needed someone to lean on. I leaned on the wrong person. And it's been my quicksand ever since. Like, that's the only thing I can really say. And that's me keeping it really pretty. Okay? The people who are closest to me know what it is. And they're like, I don't know how you did it. And I'm like, yeah, me either. You know, I had my son prior to that when I was younger. Still think it should be illegal to have a child outside of the time frame when your brain is fully developed. I don't know how that's legal, but I'll talk to the administrative people later. But I just felt like it was this level of embarrassment. Like, I don't really want to tell you my story. I don't want to open up. I'm still kind of rough around the edges. I just had this. And I made this decision like, you know what, second date, I'm going to go ahead and let him know I'm good. Because one of the things that he told me is that he doesn't move fast like that. And he said, you know, he doesn't show people pictures of his children. He doesn't blah, blah, blah. And I understood that. So I'm like, good. He has a wall up. I have a wall up. That way I don't feel anything. Awesome. Go to the second date. He's like, want to see a picture of my kids? And I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, God, I got to, okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell him, um, I'm, I can't, I want to be friends. And we went to medieval times. And the whole entire time that the medieval thing is happening, I heard God, it was literally, I was trying to cheer and clap louder than God was talking to me. And I heard him say, that is your husband. And I said back to God, no thanks, I'll just wait for the next batch. And God literally said to me, there is no one else. So your decision is either you're going to be with him or you're going to be alone. But the decision is absolutely yours, but you cannot say that I didn't tell you. And so... You know how after the date you go in the parking lot and you talk. And so I'm scanning him like, what don't I like about him? So I didn't like his shoes. Like I didn't, now knowing my husband now, he is not, he will walk around to something has his big toe out. And it's like, husband, please let me buy you something else. And so, you know, at this point, <laughs> he literally told me the other day, now I know why you have boxes for your shoes. It makes sense because now I don't know where to put all these shoes you keep buying me. Right. Like he literally, when I walked in his closet, I was like, hello in here. Like, so you have two pair of jeans, three shirts and one dress shoe for work in this one beat up boot that is like talking in the back that you have an extra pair of Gorilla Glue just in case you need to glue the sole back together. Like I was just like, I can't. So I looked at him and I was like, what's your comfort level? Like when you dress, what do you, cause you don't look comfortable to me. He was like, I'm, I'm more comfortable. And like, I'm a suit and tie guy. It don't even have to be a suit. It can just be a shirt and tie. Like I'm, I'm a collar guy. And I was like, yeah, I can tell. I'm just, I'm over it. Decided I was going to be done. Um, told him the next day, I'm like, Hey, uh, let's just be friends because I was wise enough to know that he was awesome enough to keep around but I was slow enough that I was like mm, but I don't want to be that person and I remember when we came back from um, I think it was the second day I said I want to pr pray for you because he revealed to me that while a lot of people are scared of failure he's afraid of success because he doesn't want to be around 
um, I think his reasoning was that he wanted to remain humble and he also didn't want to be around the wrong people or something to that effect. And so I was like, no, God's not going to do that. And I was like, let me just pray for you. Can I pray for you? He was like, yeah, and I'm praying. And God, again, super loud in my ear was like, it's you, ma'am. You're the person that you're praying for him for. Okay, great. And I was like, no, mm -mm, I don't want to do it. And so when I tried to do the whole like, hey, um, had a good time. Listen, can we just be friends? Like, I think you cool, da, da, da. And I told you the story before where he was like, can I call you right back? And he didn't call me back. And I was like, uh, hmm? So the next morning I text him like, good morning, super attitude, extra parentheses on the O. Um, and he was like, good morning. So I finally called him. We got to it. And he let me know. He was like, listen, meeting you, you have absolutely set the bar for no other woman, like no other woman. And I'm not going to lie to myself enough to feel like um, that I could possibly be your friend. I'm not going to torture myself. I'm not going to be okay if you meet somebody else. It's just not going to be okay. But I will say this. I respect your decision. I don't like it, but I know what I heard. And I feel like you're my wife. But if you don't feel the same, I'm not going to force you. Um, but I thank you for allowing me to see that there are still women that I've been praying for that they're still out there. Um, but this will be our last conversation. Oh, oh, baby, that was by far the toughest conversation. I felt like he told me the worst news ever. And I was like, you know, I tried to do the show to like, okay, just whatever. Not working. Had to call my homeboy, my homegirl immediately text my homeboy. I'm like, bruh, I'm having a hard time because I had this notion of my in my mind of what my person would look like. I made a list. He was everything on my list, but I wanted it clothed this way. I'm like, but I don't like his shoes, and I don't like, you know, this, and he seems like he's too nice, and I feel like I'm going to walk all over him, and mm-mm. God was like, you're looking at him with, through the wrong lens. And so I literally said, God, can you go ahead and show me him like you see him? And I promise you from that point on, this man has never looked the same. I no longer see a pushover. I see a man that's patient with people who are not their true authentic self yet. I no longer see a person that would really say that I'm going to go ahead and keep it 300 with you is that I asked them, I said, um, and this is how I know it was real. Cause I'm not just going to be buying somebody something, sir. You're not even my real boyfriend yet. Have a nice day. Um, no, at that time he was my boyfriend. I take it back, but still, we're not going to just be buying early boyfriend presents. Have a nice day. Um, I said, we're going shopping. And he was like, no, 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 not for me, for you. He was like, hmm, oh, no, definitely not. I'm like, I'm okay. Like, uh, no, you have a windbreaker on and it's freezing outside. Like, again, I felt this overwhelming, like I had to make sure that he was okay. And I can't explain it. It was like, why do I want to make sure you're good? And so we went to Macy's. I got the super duper sale because you know how we shop. Hey, frugal fanny and I. Mm. So I had to make sure I had all the, the deals and everything else. And he just looked at me. But the fact, I saw how thankful he was. But the fact that he allowed me to care for him and he didn't fight me. And that the very thing that I would have just thrown the whole thing away for that he allowed me to change it i tell you what the real saving grace was god was like you remember he's talking to me you remember when you were house shopping i was like yes 
and you remember that the house that you're in right now, you almost walked away from it because you didn't like how the bottom of the shower looked. It looked like it needed to be replaced. So you were like, eh, let's just keep looking. But when you finally brought it up to the seller and said, hey, I'm cool on the house, but I'm not putting my foot in that shower. It looks like somebody was doing Hushna Vah Michigan, like the super river dance with cleats on. It looks disgusting. And when we went ahead and negotiated, they changed it. So when I went back on the walkthrough, I was like, oh, my goodness. It gave me such a different feeling. So God was like, you don't throw away the whole house just because you didn't voice that something needed to be repaired. And I was like, oh. He said, from now on, before you automatically make an assumption, oh, you know, he's a walkover and he let people push him around. I want you to go ahead and search a little deeper, bring it up as a conversational piece to see if your natural assessment really, really aligns with the final walkthrough and I was like God you know what okay and that has been the saving grace for not only my relationship with my husband now and um but just with people like I am learning that maybe your some of your first notions you know how you look at somebody and you're like when I first met you I thought you was mean and then you finally get to learn to me like oh yeah it didn't match the final walkthrough did it and so and I know I'm keeping you super long but I just get so excited when I get to talk about my husband because I worked so hard you have no idea I had to fight things in me that it was just like, but I'm scared. And God was like, I, I brought him to you so that I can help you stop having that in, inner guard up. I brought him to you because my prayer was, God, I don't want anybody if you did not bring him. And I remember reading, um, nope, I looked at a YouTube video of Sarah Jakes and um, now Sarah Jakes Roberts and her husband. And I remember them giving this, you know, five points that you can tell your soulmate and blah, 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 and all of that. And one of the things that was said was, if you let it go and it comes back, it was meant to be. Or if you're in a place that you are willing to let it go, then God has control over the situation. Because when you try to hold on to something, I feel like that's how it starts to break down. Because if you're holding it together, you have to keep it together. And I didn't want that kind of pressure. I, I prayed that whatever I got into, God brought him to me. God was in the midst. God was the glue because I just wanted to be, you know, just an individual that's in a unit. I didn't want to be the individual that was keeping the unit. That was too much pressure for me. And I was very aware that out of all the hats that I can wear, I didn't want to be God. Just clear. So you know what these conversations are about. I'm, yo, I could talk about this for another five hours, like real talk. But these conversations are life-provoking conversations. I want you to start seeing people different. I want you to start implementing God in your decisions. I want you to stop calling it, ooh, something told me. No, you are one of the very few people that can actually feel the unction of the Holy Spirit. And that is a gift. It is a gift not only to you, but to your future. You have to listen to that. You remember me telling you when I was talking about my brother on the um, severed relationships um conversation I was telling you the unction helped me the unctioning don't walk this life do not walk this life without the Holy Spirit you'll be doing you and future you a complete disservice so my challenge to you is 
can you go ahead and apply the Holy Spirit every place in your life? Not just places that you feel like I made a decision and I'm done. Apply him everywhere because I guarantee you, you'll be overlooking some great things and be bold enough to walk in that. Just like the girl in the beginning of this conversation that I just read you about her love story. She was like, I'm going to just go ahead and let it be known. And that's exactly the kind of boldness that you need to walk to the next level of your life. Okay. I know I held you long. Thank you so much for listening. I just, I just, I love talking about him. But as my good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. Go ahead and listen to the Holy Spirit and see where you missed them at and go back and get them, okay? You need your partner in, in, in this uh, wrestling match. Don't do this alone. You're going to get beat up. But I'm going to call you back later. We're going to talk about something else. It's going to be good. Stay by your phone, okay? All right. <laughs> later. <laughs>